We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vince, rapid fire. Are you ready for it? Is it time already? Let's do it. It's here. Thank you for not following along with the outline. (laughs) Ready. More Marcus Freeman comments to get us started in rapid fire. Starting off, he went through at the start of his press conference today, the top three things that he wanted to get out of fall camp. You know, there was three things as a head coach, I really wanted to get out of fall camp. One is I wanted to build the depth of our team. I told you guys a couple weeks ago, there's a lot of guys that we're going to count on that do not have game experience. And so um, I'm pleased at, at the, the depth um, at certain positions that we're able to really get valuable reps in camp. We, we really forced the coaches to play some of those, what we would call twos in one situations. And, and let's see those guys develop and see what they can do when they're playing against some of the best. Um, the second thing was I wanted to really get us physically ready um, to play a, a game, but also keep us healthy. I mean, it's something that, that I looked at the kind of the injuries from last year in fall camp, and I said, we got to find a better way to do this. And so I, I think we were down over half, um, half of the concussions. And I know we dec- decreased in every um, soft tissue ligament um, injury uh, in all facets of, of in any body part. So we really decreased the injuries. And, and I know the weather helped, but we, I think we were 79% down in, in dehydration for fall camp. So that was really, well, our team did a great job. Just the, the sports performance team, the medical trainers, our coaches um, really did a great job at uh, uh, keeping the guys healthy and uh, making sure we have everybody we need as we get ready to go to Dublin, Ireland. And the last thing we really want to do is, is really increase our leadership. Um, I believe that's what will be our edge is, is our leadership. When we have a lot of leaders, right? We have a lot of guys that um, are, are in leadership positions, but uh, I think the team did a great job. Our coaching staff did a great job of really promoting leadership, helping to build leadership, um, putting them in positions to, you know, all of our seniors spoke to the team at some point about some of the lessons they've learned over their time here and, and really try to just create an environment of, of leadership to, to really promote that amongst our program. Vince, I guess you become what you emphasize because he said those were the three things that they were focused on. And like when you sit there and think about it, depth, health, 
keeping the injuries down and leadership. Yeah. I mean, three big check marks, I think, in, in, on all counts. I think the depth is better. I mean, we've been talking about this all, you know, for the last six months, right? The depth is better than it's been ever across the board, you know, that we've been covering the team. And that's, you know, almost 20 years. It's the, the best depth that I've ever seen at all the positions. Now, of course, they've been deeper at various, you know, things like that. But mm-hmm. across the board, this is the deepest team that I can remember, right? So check mark, no doubt. Mm-hmm. How often, it's funny, I was I was listening to some of the guys in the media talking uh, when we were at the first day of practice and there was nobody in the corner on the bicycles and, you know, doing the whole, you know, yeah. the rehab. And they're like, a oh, give it a day. A lot give it a day guys. or two. Yep. It's going to be full. It never was full. I think at yeah. most, the, the practices that I was at, it was like two or three guys. You know, and in the past, there's been like eight or nine or ten guys over there. So huge check mark there. Yeah, you had a couple guys go down with with the ACLs. Some of those things are just absolutely unavoidable, obviously. But that was huge. And then the leadership piece he talked about in his opening statement about how there were ten guys that got double digit double votes digit for vote. captain. Right, like check mark again. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think this is a. a, a a lot of it is is coach speak. A lot of it is preseason team speak. I get that. It's the closest team they've ever seen. You know, a lot of leadership. But I think there is a lot of leadership on this team. I mean, you could you could have gone five, six, seven deep of guys that if they would have named them captain, you'd have been like, oh, yeah, okay, I see that. You know, and they went to four, and I think they made great choices with the four guys that they did. But, uh, you know, I think he checked off. If those were the three things that he wanted, I think he nailed all all three of them. No doubt about that. I agree. And like the health thing, just like you said, you never saw an abundance of guys over there and hadn't really thought about it just until he started talking about it. Just the fact that wanting to avoid things like soft tissue injuries, in other words, hamstring pulls and calf pulls, whatever it happens to be, and concussions obviously being a big one, you didn't hear. There might have been one or two guys – throughout the entire camp, but you didn't hear like, okay, this guy's in concussion protocol. He's, he's still not back from concussion protocol, that kind of stuff. They did, they did an outstanding job of that. And um, Stymie <laughs> said depth, health, and leadership. I would have been happy with wrap up and tackle, finish your blocks, never look to the sidelines when on offense. I think at least number three, never look to the sidelines <laughs> should, I guess we'll find out on Saturday, yes, but will. it should be taken care of with uh, the fact that you've got a different offensive coordinator calling the shots. <laughs> we definitely did not see any of that when we were out there during training camp. No, no, we didn't. But we didn't see any last year either. So at least not that I remember. Maybe we did. Maybe I've just blocked it out. Michael says, "Is this is the same coaching staff that has improved the depth, yet we second-guess them at every turn. Well, but you know what, Michael? I agree with you on this one, but because – of the depth, we second guess them because the guys there that are in second place or are number two on the depth chart, we think can be a starter. Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually a nod to the coaching staff that they're doing a good job with these guys because we like what the depth looks like and we would be happy if the two was the one or the one was the two or or whatever. So I, I think that's actually a compliment, Michael. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, or your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. 
Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's gametime.co. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Brent asked the status of Eli Raritan. He is still kind of working his way back into the uh, back into form, I guess, which I think is good. Yeah, I, slow. I, I don't time. know that we necessarily see yeah. him this week or next week, but I, I think that they need to. He has been out there practicing, but uh, he is not in the top three on the depth chart going into yeah. this week. Um, uh, Sherwood is the number three tight right. end. Right. In, in fact, I'll tell you, Mitchell Evans, number one, Holden stays at number two, and then Davis Sherwood. So not expecting to see Eli Raritan this week. But I think that, again, I think that's a good thing when it's he's fine. still less than a year removed from tearing his ACL for a second time. Correct. You need, you need to – I believe there was an interview with Eli when they had the tight ends out there, and he actually said, yeah, I think I came back a little soon, you know, the last time. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Relax. Like, but he also said he was trying to – be ready by the time this game. Sure. Around, sure. I, again, of course that was a little bit aggressive. Yeah. That's very aggressive. I, I think they're doing it right. They're going to slow play him a little bit. Look, if he comes back, even in the middle of the season, I'd be totally fine with that one. Totally fine. Right. All right. So they are going to Ireland. Like we were talking about, we were talking about the schedule 
that they're going to have. What about jet lag? Uh, hopefully, so we're staying, I don't know if the 2012 team stayed tonight. They didn't stay tonight, so they came back right after the game, whereas we're going to stay tonight, get up early in the morning and fly back. So I've always been told coming west, like, you should be better because you're gaining hours. Um, so I'm less concerned with the trip back. Uh, but, but still, everything's been planned out to the minute. What time we're leaving, when we're getting back, what are we doing when we get back. Um, all those things have been planned out to the minute. And then you've got to think about the next week of, of practice. right? Understand there still is going to be some fatigue when you travel from a different country um, back to here in Indiana. So um, that has been taken into consideration in terms of the practice schedules for, for the following week. How do we make sure that... We're able to get out what we need, but take into consideration it's going to be a full week of school. We, we played in a different country the, 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 the previous Saturday, and we have to be ready to perform. Again, it all goes back. Let's look at the, the end result. We have to be ready to perform Saturday at 2.30. It's 2.30 or 3.30, whatever time we play here. Okay, now how do we make sure we have a plan that our guys feel physically ready to perform um, that next Saturday? So, Vince, are you more worried about jet lag coming or going? Either, neither, both. What do you think? This is going to sound incredibly disrespectful to Tennessee State. <laughs> and I don't mean it that way. It just it just is what it is. If they were playing even Central Michigan it. or they were playing it. a MAC team, okay. I, would, I would feel much – I would have more worry about them coming back than I do of them going. Because normally after Dublin, they would have a bye week. That's normally how they do it. And that's originally, I believe, how this schedule was set up before they brought the Tennessee State game in, right? So I'm not saying that Tennessee State is a bye. But I am saying you should be able to handle your business even if you are not at your physical peak and ready to roll that week. And I think that's essentially how they decided. I agree. Because remember, there are two byes later on. In October and November, yes. we're going to have two right. buys, what, two, three weeks apart, I guess, in, in October and November. So there's already two buys because they're playing in week zero. So rather than take the buy in week one after playing in week zero, they're taking the buy right. later in the season. And what you just the way you explained it there, the fact that it's Tennessee State, it's like, well, should make up for it. And, and that's actually kind of how the question was posed I guess I should have said was when the 2012 team went over to Ireland last and played Navy over there, they came back. They were very sluggish the next week against Purdue. Remember yeah. it was a squeaker that Tommy Reese had to come off the bench and help lead the comeback. That's against true. Purdue. So was he more concerned coming or going like going? I think it's important to remember that Navy has to travel over there as well. So really, Going over there, I don't think right. it's it's nearly a big an issue. I do think that it is a little bit more of a concern coming back. But like you said, you should be able to sluggishly, you know, against right. Tennessee. Exactly. I I, it's like I hesitate to say it because you said it earlier in the show. We said it against Stanford list last year, and how did that turn out? Yeah, well, and, you know, Travis says everyone thought Marshall was a buy too, though. Okay, I get well, what you're saying. Marshall still plays at the Division One level. Right. Tennessee State does Tennessee not. Tennessee State does not. Right. Okay, and as much as I am not overly happy about the fact they're playing a 1AA school, I understand why they're doing it. It's 
Marshall would wipe the floor with Tennessee State. That's the reality of the situation. And so I'm not looking past Tennessee State, but they wouldn't have put Tennessee State the week after going to Dublin if they didn't have some confidence in what they were doing. How about that? Shytown says, yeah, but Navy is used to being (laughs) sleep deprived. But I mean, so are, so are, uh, I think you could make the case that, especially coming out of training during training camp, like most Division One football players are probably sleep deprived to some extent. That's a good point, especially a when they're practicing in the morning. You know, right. like getting up in the morning is is not the thing that teenagers want to do. Right. Uh, yeah, and Chi-Town says Tennessee State not even a good team in the subdivision. Yeah, I mean. I we can talk about the Tennessee State aspect of this next week, but I am not. I'm not overly concerned. There, there is a chance that they come out and don't look great against Tennessee State. Yeah, but still win by three or four touchdowns or more. You know? I mean, just because well, that's just what it is. I mean, that's you know. Yeah. yeah, they could back. They, I'm sorry, but they could back into a 40 point win, like, and not look good doing it. You know, that that is an absolute possibility. They could absolutely do that. And, it, you know, it's still a big win over a 1AA school, and that's what you're supposed to do. But they could still look very sluggish doing that. And that's why you put Tennessee State where you did. And like John says, Notre Dame should have scheduled a better team than Tennessee State. Yeah, they should have. But it should have been like week nine, not in week two. If it was a better team, it should have been one of those later buys, and this should have been a buy. I would have been really nervous if this was a Big Ten team or something along those lines. That would if have... you had the cho- if you had the choice, would you have just taken the bye in week two rather than playing Tennessee State and then just had one bye during the season? Hundred percent. You know, after you yes. get into that, yes, absolutely. I realize you start, you stop, and then you start back up again, and all. It's that. okay. But- yeah, that's I would have hundred percent done that. That's but that's the I way I would have scheduled this. Like if we're gonna play in week zero and we're going to be overseas, we're getting a buy the next week. Like, that's how this is going to go. That That's one of the kind of the subplots of this entire, like, schedule that Notre Dame has this year. What do they play, eight games in a row, and then they have two buys in a four-week span or something, or four-game span? Yeah. Uh, it's something along those lines. How's that going to shake up? Like, what's that going to look like? What are the injuries going to look like? Are these guys going to be banged up by the time they get – you know, there's a lot of, of question marks about the schedule for me – and they jostled it around so that they could get Tennessee on the schedule, you know, and uh, not sure how I feel about it right now. We'll see how it all plays out. I agree. I agree. Fill in the blank, Vince. Notre Dame's biggest training camp surprises were blank. This one was really tough for me. I, I sat around and I was thinking about this one for a while because, well, I mean, the biggest surprise was was the left guard, was the guard situation, both of them, both mm-hmm. guard situations. Uh, I said earlier that we all anticipated it was going to be Billy Shrouth and Andrew Kristoffic, and it's Pat Coogan and Rocco Spindler. So I, I think the rest of the depth chart is very similar to what we thought it would be. I think, you know, listening to Coach Rudolph coach, I think I've been very happy with, like, what, what he's bringing to the table. A lot of the things kind of went how I kind of anticipated that they would go. Um, so I would say the guard position and how it all shook out is my biggest surprise. And I I still think the left guard even more sure than the right. You can say that they're both surprising. DJ Brown holding on yeah. at least for now. Like 
again, like how much of that is now, like defensively, you can see where you would, you are going to start some different guys that is Navy specific. Does DJ Brown hold on to that though? Like does, you know, how quickly does Antonio Carter potentially become the safety? He did talk a little bit about there being some learning curve moving from cornerback to safety, but at least for right now, DJ Brown is at the top of the depth chart there. And I don't want to say major surprise, but still a little bit. No, it's just a little bit. Just how impressive the defensive line looked, I think. I think we've got to put that up there as well. I'm not like I'm not completely shocked because Jason Anye had a nice spring, but across the board, Riley Mills looks like a difference making defensive tackle. He's been a good defensive lineman the last couple of years. He looks like a total difference-making type guy. And you can throw Jason Anye in there. And Howard Cross, there's just depth across the board. It was uh, the development of that position after watching them last year. I think we would all agree was a major concern going into this offseason and where they are right now, how they look going into this season compared to a year ago. Night and day difference. So, again, I'm not like – I'm not like shocked that the line is at least competent, but to me, they're far above competent. They are, they are, they're yeah. difference making. Yeah, that's a good, good one. And, and that is a surprise to me. That is a good one. Cause that was a massive, uh, you know, question mark going into the fall. And I think we got a lot of those questions answered by watching this D line do what they do, because this is still going to be a really good offensive line. And the D line, they more than held their own uh, all all summer or all fall long, you know what I mean? And uh, I think people are going to be really happy with the way the defensive line, because it, it doesn't have like the star power, maybe the other defensive lines have had, but the depth and them just getting after it, I think is going to be awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's going to help the linebackers. Oh, 100%. Help the linebackers. Yes. Yes. A ton. It's time he said, most surprising losing strength and conditioning coach on the eve of training camp that's for sure i mean you're not wrong was, that was a huge shock you're not wrong but you know he he's uh he's at all of his son's football games i can vouch for that one you know it's, it's pretty funny you know because uh his son will point up in the stands and he's you know dad's going crazy and it's it just it's kind of fun to watch him be dad you know and, and not have to worry about other stuff and um he's definitely enjoying it so it's good What'd you think of Sam Hartman's uh, little Under Armour announcement, gift announcement to the team, the shoes that he's giving to his teammates? I love the gesture, right? Because it sounded like they were coming to Sam to, you know, work on his NIL deal and all that. And Uh he's like, you know, I want to give it to the guys, whatever. But at the same time, the skeptic in me is like, don't they get free Under Armour shoes all the time? That's the first thing I thought. It's like they get everything they need. Like, did right. they need Sam Hartman to give them more Under Armour? Was this Armour? like an extra, like, uh, like a, an extra thing that they weren't yeah. going to get? Like, I don't know. So I, I don't know if they were just trying to shape it to be like Sam's giving them this, you know, but like, I don't know. It just, it felt uh, a little hollow. Like I, I if he was going to give them stuff, Maybe not the team that, you know, the company that's already sponsoring them. I don't know. It's like the, the company that's paying more than 10 million bucks a year, apparently to, right. you know, to, to supply all this stuff. I thought that that's what their job was. <laughs> like, so that's the only thing that kind of surprised me. Yeah. It's like Sam Hartman's giving his teammates 
more shoes. Oh, okay. I, by the way, I saw when I was walking to the press conference today, I saw some people carting a, a big cart of shoes. I don't know if they were those shoes or not, but there were stacks of shoe boxes on this cart that they were. Just want to say, hey, you got any 12s over there? You know, it's like uh-huh. the fish. You got any sixes? You got any 12s? That's right. You know. <clears throat> Crystal says, are they playing in a dome? Would we- Could weather be a factor? They are not playing in a dome, and I suppose weather could be a factor. I have not looked at the forecast. I have heard you- rain, but I've heard that the chance of the rain has diminished as they've gotten closer. You know, it's one of those kinds okay. of things. I mean, it is Ireland. So right, exactly. So you kind of emerald Isle for a reason. They get plenty of moisture. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of have to figure that's going to happen. So yeah. Greg says, "Do we think they'll go beyond the two deep at any point, other than mop up duty these next two to four weeks?" Beyond the two deep? No, I don't think they're going to go beyond the two deep. I think the two deep is who's actually going to play. And if they go beyond the two deep, it'll be in it'll mop be up because duty. of mop up duty. Yeah. Right. They're not right. just going to throw a third or fourth string. The right. only, the only, you know, again, like defensive line, maybe just because I think that they can go 10 or 11 deep, but 10 or 11 might guy number 10 or 11 might also depend on situation. So right. I don't think they're, I don't think they're just going to tinker and throw guys out there. And if, <laughs> when the game is potentially on the line, still just just to get him out there on the field that's what mop up duty is for and and it's and that you know there's a reason that some of the positions had two guys some of the positions had three you know those are the guys that are going to play that are going to see time now outside of like the second offensive line you know that's obviously not going to be the case but you know other positions there's a reason there were certain guys where they were you know what i mean and and so and Crystal, you know, Crystal makes a good point. Running back, you'll see at least three. I mean, that's fair just because, but again, it, as Dylan McCullough has detailed, he's got these this list of nine to ten jobs. So you're going to see, I would say we're going to see at least four running backs out there this I Saturday. agree. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. But uh, apparently uh, Hartman got the team beats as well. So. No, that's yeah. what should have been publicized. Because I didn't hear anything about the beats. I thought it was all about these whatever I, the shoe was called. Apparently, got everybody yeah. gold beats. Okay, okay, cool. I hope that's the case because that and then that's what should have been publicized because they're not a direct sponsor of Notre Dame football. Like that's that would have made this question a little bit different for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, you don't see you don't see beats by Dre on uh, on the front of the jersey. The little beats, the little B logo. No. These are so, beats by Hartman. Apparently. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Hartman's touchdown over under for the season is 26 and a half. His passing yards over under is 2,800 and a half yards. It would be blank if he goes under on either of those props. A disastrous season. It would be bad. I mean, either that means he was injured or they are very ineffective offensively. And I'm not going to say we, because I'm not going to throw anybody else under the bus. I was very wrong about what this offense was going to look like. So those are the two options. It's either Hartman oh, gets hurt. that's what it would mean. It, yes. it would mean that you were wrong. Okay. It means I'm wrong and Hartman or Hartman got hurt. Either way, that's a disaster. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Drew Pine and Tyler Buckner combined for over 2,600 yards last year. Now, granted, this is regular season and that includes the bowl game, but still, they combined for 2,600. Drew Pine threw 22 touchdown passes and over 2,000 yards by himself. And so you're telling me that Sam Hartman isn't going to come in and just light up both of those numbers right. this year? It's just, I, I still don't get, like, where... And this is this is a Vegas number. I don't get where they're, why they have the line on this set so low. It they're looking for very, action. It's very, very odd to me. I don't know how they're not going to get it on one side. But it hasn't moved at all. Like, it's been out there for a while, and it has not moved at all. They have stayed. Maybe the the passing yards might have come up a little bit, but the touchdown passes at 26 and a half is nuts. I just – I don't see any way he's under 3,000 yards. I don't see any way he's under 30 touchdown passes. Oh, and I think even 30 is low. I think it's going to be mid-30s. Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? And that's – like Lam Reck said – uh expect i'd expect an average of three touchdowns a game which equals 36 touchdowns that seems doable i agree because there's going to be times where he's going to have more than that and there's gonna be you know an average of three i think that's a very reasonable expectation a very reasonable expectation mm-hmm. xavier watts jack kaiser maris leofel shared the team lead against navy in the game last season with a team lead eight tackles against the midshipmen scale of one to 10 how confident are you that one of those three will lead the irish again in the matchup this week is it possible yes is it probable no so i'm going to give it a two because i think jd bertrand is going to lead the team in tackles on saturday i think and i don't think it's going to be close because he's going to be playing the middle of the field they're going to hand it off to the fullback a bunch of times he's going to get a bunch of tackles and i think that he is going to have the team lead. I think of these three, Watts has the best chance. Sure. To me. But I would put this at like maybe a five because of what you just said. Remember, J.D. Bertrand didn't play last year right. against Navy. And that's part of why these three did share the team lead. So J.D.'s going to be back. He would be the one that I would peg as my leader. And I would put Xavier Watts after him. I'm not sure about the other two like really curious to see how these two are used this year now again this is a one-off game but i don't think maris leofow is going to see the field the way he did last year where he was the defensive leader in snaps last year i think we're going to see more of kaiser but i am curious to see how these two are going to be deployed and how it's going to be split up this season very interested to see how the linebacker rotation looks I i was curious about it going into fall but I'm even more curious about it going into game two or three, not necessarily game one, you know, but um, yeah. How, what's that linebacker rotation going to look like? Again, you can't take anything. What you're going to see on Saturday defensively, good, bad, and different. Throw it out it. the window. Just flush it. It's over yeah. It's, right. it's, it's just not the defense that you're going to see. So the only, the only thing that you can take from it is how do they tackle? 
Going yeah. back to what Steve right. said. How do they wrap it's up? How do they fair. tackle? Do they do they make tackles or are they arm tackling and missing tackles? Right. Andre asks, which ranking system do you prefer? Power ranking or poll ranking? Hmm. Depends on who's doing it. Because a lot of the power rankings are ridiculous, but then some of the poll rankings are ridiculous. So I guess I wow. Excuse me, I did a little uh Greg Brady there. I think poll <laughs> poll rankings, I guess I would I like them a little bit more because I think everybody's definition of a power ranking is a little bit different. I agree. Um The power ranking, it's just like everyone's, when they do these power rankings, they've all got their own formulas and stuff like that. And I don't, it's like, uh, do I really buy into this? You know, how much do I really sort of understand, you know, what they value it? You know, because like, like the, like the power index, for example, like the, you know, a, a big part of their formula, I believe is returning production, which Notre Dame doesn't have very much of. So how much does that really mean? To Notre Dame, I prefer the polls. Yeah, um, really, just pre- prefer the college football playoff <laughs> ranking because that's the one that ultimately matters in the yep. end. Right. All right. And Brent asks if I went to Campanos when I visited Monterey on my vacation last month. Short story long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. But here's the thing. We were in Monterey on a Tuesday. Turns out, Campanos is closed on Tuesdays. So it's like, what am I going to do? So we were going south, went south to see my sister for a couple days in San Luis Obispo, which is a few hours away. Friday morning, we got up to drive back to San Jose. We flew in and out of San Jose because it was cheaper. We were driving back to San Jose. My wife had called Campanos the night before and said, look, we're, we're going through the area. We were in town earlier this week. You guys were closed the day we were there and went through the whole spiel about my husband was there. You know, it used to eat your sandwiches all the time when he was in the army and blah, blah, blah. Could you open up like a half an hour early so he could stop and get a sandwich? So they did. He was a little... Wow. Wasn't completely happy about it, but he did it. Wow. Uh, it wasn't him. He sent in, uh, I believe it was another family member who worked there. We gave her a night. I gave her a nice tip, you know, for, for coming in early to do it. But they did it. And you know the sandwich that I got? The Navy Special. Wow. Look at you. The Navy Special. It is the Italian sub is, uh, is what the Navy Special is called. So fabulous, as always. I was glad that I got my companion's sandwich for the first time in 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> Been waiting for it for 35 years. How does it ever 35 live up? years? <sighs> That's the question. That's I was, I was doubtful that it was going to live up, but it did. Okay. Great That's sandwich. All by Highly recommend it. If you're going through Monterey, California, don't stop on Tuesday though, because they're closed on Tuesdays. It's a random day to be closed. Got to drive up the hill a little bit. It is worth it. Fabulous place. Highly recommend it. Brent knows. He goes there, I, I, I think, quite a bit. So, well, that's going to do it. <laughs> I don't know about that, Rom. Like, my wife was doing the moving <laughs> and the shaking on that. She's the one that uh, convinced him. How did I like the, the price hike? 
they weren't cheap, but those sandwiches, man, like a half a sandwich is the equivalent to anybody else's full sandwich. Oh, gotcha. Much. So you get a lot. You get a lot with those companions. So I would nice. I I could still I could still live with it. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for today. We've got plenty of Notre Dame Navy talk as Coming. we go throughout this week. It is game week. We've got uh, Bill Wagner. He's gonna uh, preview Navy for us on tomorrow's show. We've got more rapid fire. Vince and I are gonna get into some uh, some deep dives on some Navy guys on Wednesday show as well. As deep as we can get. Yeah. Colin, you spelled it right. Companios. Nice. Google it. All right, hit the like button on your way out, and of course, subscribe, rate, and review. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on Ivy Nation Sports Talk. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.